Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Are we on the same podcast? Oh, very luckily, Dad. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road with me, Cream slash Daniel Sloss. And me, Muggins slash Thundertongue slash Queen of the Earth slash <laughs> Queen of the Earth. I don't know what that's just riffing on. I, uh, I bet you wish you didn't. <laughs> that's what I think of myself anyway. Yeah, Queen of the Earth. Hi. Queen's a gender neutral term anyway now, isn't it? Freddie Mercury was a queen. What gender was he? None of us know. Mm. <laughs> you say now, like he's very much an 80s icon. Um, but we're, we're back on the road for... This is our third season of doing podcasts. Just, yeah, uh, so basically we're on the road for the next three months across Europe and the UK. And so this is a bi-weekly podcast we do. First things first to our regular listeners. Uh, sorry for this introduction, which you must be bored of by now because you know this podcast very well. But as all of you are very aware, I am newly famous. So there's probably going to be like six new listeners from Venezuela. So we have to explain to them what the fuck this is. Yeah, this uh, is per- personally, I've never heard of him. Hi, this is Kai Humphreys. He has an accent that is quickly going to get rid of most of our new listeners. I think people keep up mainly. Yeah? Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I work hard at being understood. I mean, there is that thing when you bought me English lessons. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've, I've actually had English lessons. But this is also one of the very few podcasts we'll do over the next three months where we're sober. I love, I love that one being a little bit formal at the beginning. We're like, oh, there's new people listening. <laughs> yeah. there's, new, there's new people listening. We'll just be on our best behaviour. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is a pile of shit. We swear a lot. It's argument offensive. We've got a lot of dumbass fucking opinions. So if you're not willing to take part in that, please turn off now. It's a free thing and you therefore don't have a right to complain about it at any point. Yes, and we're we're very much fresh as a daisy because it's the start of the tour. We've just begun. I fucking I nearly I nearly <laughs> missed the start of the tour because you're an idiot. Because I'm an idiot. Because uh, I went. Um, I, I just done a week away in Leeds and then Liverpool, and then I was meant to go home to my wife to my home to your new have, wife, which we'll get onto in a second. Yeah, we'll get we'll get, <laughs> we'll on. get onto her in a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cue that bitch up. <laughs> What's yours is mine. Uh, so I thought I was going to get to go home. But I found myself in Liverpool uh, chatting to my agent, and just at the end of the conversation, just wistfully went, "E, I can't, I can't believe the tours uh, come round so quick. It's on Monday. It's on Monday. <laughs> 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 That's how she talks. It's on Monday, Bellin. <laughs> Sunday. So uh, she said it's Sunday. This was Friday. I was having this conversation. I was like. I don't have my luggage. <laughs> I fly from here. And, uh, so you got your so, so you got your new wife to drive up from London with What's your it? luggage so that you could go on your actual honeymoon <laughs> with you. Yeah, so so I've, I've literally just got married. It is two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago we got back from the trip, um, and we haven't had a honeymoon yet because of this tours in the way. So we're having a honeymoon <laughs> over the Christmas. All right, thanks so, for referring to the, the tour as in the way. In the way. Oh, man, <laughs> you think that's bad. Do you know I refer to the wedding, at the wedding, to Natalie as a lad's holiday? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I get, the only part that's not true about that is, is if she's someone that doesn't see lads as a gender-neutral term. I see lads as a gender-neutral term. I call everyone lads, because we're all lads, aren't we? I meant the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it was because um, I was just talking about like the, the, the notable absentees, one of them being uh, our good friend Mark Nelson, who's right. been a fucking exceptional guest on this podcast before. Uh, and, and I was just saying, oh, it's, it's such a shame for him to miss out on, uh, on another lad's holiday. Yeah. <laughs> she just went, it's not wedding. <laughs> like, oh, no. Shh, baby, shh. Yeah, pat on the head. Yeah, it's well worth it. So that's, that's what you, you, you got married. I got married and dude, that that was um, that was fucking exceptional, man. No, like, it was a real good wedding. I uh, I think we just completed weddings. Aye, oh, it was the best. 
The best man speeches in particular. I think I have the only best man speech in history that was booed three times. Yeah, because Ma- Matty, because uh, the other best men, two best men who scrap over who's the best. Uh, oh, that was funny as well. We'll get back to the speeches. But um, when you turned up at the airport with gold nail varnish for your toes, because it, it was on the beach, so it was a, All right, so it was we, a we were shoeless. Not, yeah. So I decided. Way optional when. So I decided that I was going to paint my toenails because if I'm going with if I'm going to wear shoes and socks, I'm having my toenails painted. So buy I buy gold nail polish in the airport, and I'm like, I'm very aware that I'm going to a Geordie wedding and buying this, I might get the shit. Yeah, Geordies and Glaswegians. Aye, like the, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are phobic towards this. But I was like, fuck it, you know, I'll wear it. I've got no shame. Went up to you and you're like, did you did you just buy nail polish? So I was like, aye, and then you went. Can I have some? <laughs> <laughs> you were worried I was going to judge you, and I was like, oh, count me in. Uh, so you had got gold stuff, and I was like, oh, this is an idea. I'll wear gold, and you can, you and Matty should wear silver, because my win, my win, my rules. And, um, and you went, oh, that's a good idea, but he has a better idea. I'll go and get silver for me and bronze for Matty, <laughs> but I'll make him put it on without telling him yeah. the logic behind it. So and you pay- and, and I that's thought- until we were at the altar. I thought it was going to have to be a long con, because I was like, look, you paint yours gold, right, and I'll not paint mine. You paint yours gold, he'll see you paint yours, he'll then want to paint his because he's a child. And then when you give him the bronze, he'll just uh, think that's yeah, gold. Yeah, I'm just like, it dries gold, right? Didn't even have to do that, I just handed this from Tony Polish and went picking Tony. So he's like, aye, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Straight in. And it wasn't until we were there, like all lined up with our feet going, meh. Yeah. Matty. I've actually repainted mine. Oh, I still, I've still got mine on. No, I mine, Mine's been on for three weeks now, you can see the bottom of my nails starting to grow through it. What colour you got? I still have stuck with silver. Uh, you got any remover? No, also uh, well, last time I painted my toenails before this because I do this quite regularly. That's a really cool one. My cousin had ones where it was it was purple, but it was like heat activated. So if you're in the shower, <laughs> if you ever go, oh yeah, imagine if we went and I get cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this isn't for me. Just looking at me like oh, I did. I tried it so many times during that wedding. To absolutely fucking ruin it. And here were the many, many ways I tried to ruin your wedding. One, anytime you were having... I knew 95% of people at this wedding. Uh, and then the 5% I didn't know, because it was like a three, four-day wedding, I got to know them all. It was like all of my friends. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, so we were all in the same resort. Yeah. Uh, we, we were in the same hotel, so all of the guests were just around the pool, so everyone was mingling the day before the wedding. The oh. day of the wedding, because the wedding didn't happen until five, so everyone was just hanging out, sunbathing. So you knew everybody. Knew absolutely everyone. But anytime you, you and Natalie were, were having a nice moment in public around other people, that would just go up behind you, just go, I don't know anyone. <laughs> don't <laughs> Introduce me. I don't like social anxiety. And then uh, Barry kept doing one way, he just kept coming up with this and just looking like this mask of thunder, just kind of bored. I'm totally bored. Barry Castanola. This is shit. What was the other ways I tried to really win? Oh, you, oh. St- you stuck your middle finger up at the camera while the photos were being taken <laughs> while we were doing my vows. And I clocked you like that, at least like telling the vows to me, and she's like nearly crying doing yeah. the vows, and I'm just like looking at her eyes, I just see you just move like the corner of my eye as you just like bring it like a middle finger close to your chest, like Ali J put, put his finger up at the cops. <laughs> which which is still my favourite photo from the whole fucking yeah. wedding. And then what was the other one as well, where there was, it wasn't like a break and play, but you found your moment and just leaned across, give my wife. Uh, your hotel no, 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 that was it. It was because you two of your friends, uh, Ricketts, Craig, uh, and Pepper, were doing the ceremony because you're not religious. So Matty, Natalie didn't have any bridesmaids because she's got no friends and she's hugely unpopular. Uh, and you had to have two <laughs> um, best men. But it sort of looked. So you had one on each side. Yeah. So I was like, I'll go. Oh, you you know. had a flower crown on. Yeah, I had a flower Your crown toes, on. Toes all did. I love Natalie very dearly, so I was like, I'll happily stand on uh, Natalie's side because, you know, that's whose side I'm on. Where the money is. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I know which time my bread's buttered, and but I made sure that Craig and uh, Pippa only ever referred to me as. Netflix's Dinosaurs. Loss. Just oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> so, so during the ceremony, they go, and Matty, if you could pass the ring over to Kai, and then Matty pass you the ring, and then 
if Netflix's Daniel Sloth could pass the ring to Natalie and then while handing over the ring in my right hand I palmed in my room key <laughs> and she kept trying to give it back and I kept be like room 142 it's yeah. not too late it turns out she had no pockets on her wedding dress she just had to stand there for the rest of the ceremony with your room key <laughs> it was a funny bit as well it's Rick Ricketts who's there like very confident very funny oh. non-muggle non oh. just like Ex- exceptional entertainer uh, but not a comedian no but uh, always been an entertainer all, all the time I've known him uh, but because he's about to perf- but not perform as such oh, yeah. but uh, I guess I guess perform in front in front of like 80 people that you start Somet- get, sometimes you, start you forget get... that public speaking is it's the number one fear in the world yeah it, it cripples people like it's the uh... which blows are, which is something we absolutely take for granted because yeah, I had a chat with uh, Dave Longley about uh, the reason why, and we come up with the um, it's the amount of eyes on you, oh, yeah. the, the amount of the amount of people watching you at once, like is is primal. It triggers it triggers that uh, when we were middle of the food chain and used to be hunted before oh, yeah. developed tools. If there's that many eyes on you at once, you've been caught. Yeah, you're about to become food. So your animal instinct fight a flight kicks in and just floods you with like you're in danger. Chemicals. So all these all these pussies, their flights is what you're saying. They're flighters. Yeah, I either just fucking kind of get a grip on it. They're like, oh, there's chemicals running through me body in the world. Oh, right. so. Do the best, do the best math speech, being like, oh no, all these people are going to eat me. I don't think you know what a wedding is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want cake. Right. <laughs> it's going to be you and this cake. Um, so the other bits. So yeah, the, when, when Ricketts was getting nervous and all that, like uh, I was waiting him up every time he was about to speak. I was just like, Ricketts, don't fuck this up, man. <laughs> There was a bit just an hour before the ceremony because it was a beach wedding where it started raining and everyone started getting worried apart from me who while it was raining ran around laughing proudly proclaiming if it rains at your fucking wedding I'm never going to stop laughing oh, and then when people man. asked they were like it's, it's still raining it's still raining I kept saying of course it's raining because two gays are getting married <laughs> <laughs> And God is letting his stance be known. Yeah. Speaking of gays, uh, what make sure we do, because we've not done a podcast since uh, The Fringe, and even then, that was me, Cody, and Bart. We haven't done one the pair of us. The very start of The Fringe, we last done one. Um, big shout out to, turns out there's a third gay Jonathan. So for those nude listeners, we have two lovely fans in New York who are the gay Jonathans. The reason they're called the gay Jonathans is because they're both called Jonathan, and they're both gay. And then during The Fringe... A third gay Jonathan turned up, who's yes. not in a relationship in, with the other two gay Jonathans. In a, um, Andrew Maxwell's son, Flynn, was flying for, yeah. uh, for me and went, oh, there's this guy who listens to your podcast coming to the show. I flyed him. He's like, I've already got tickets. I think yeah. you know his name. He's like, Jonathan. I was like, oh, it's one of the gay Jonathans, right? So after the show, I'm hanging out with him. I just slipped in and asked him like, how Jonathan was doing. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> 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 and I'm like... Jonathan, do you not have a partner called Jonathan? He was like, I mean, I'm, he said something along the lines of, I'm not, uh, I'm narcissistic, but not that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a boyfriend with the same name. Well, maybe he's not gay then. Maybe he's just a Jonathan. Yeah, he was. Oh, was he okay? I mean, he is. And then he met me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he'll be listening to this now, hopefully. hopefully oh, yeah. um, he was he, genuinely good fun. Just... And, uh, yeah, we well, come into like, all the artist bars with us, had a drink and stuff, and hung out with mm. Natalie. And uh, he was like, it was uh, awesome for him to meet Natalie because he heard so much about her on the podcast. Oh, okay. That's just like quite enigmatic now. I can't call them that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but about uh, the speeches. Oh, um, Matty got like so all the love, right? All oh, the love because like you, you're a comedian, oh, and he so. Everyone, and also, I, as we well know, I love playing up to the villain. Yeah, and uh, you you got booed because you kept mentioning you kept plugging your Netflix deal <laughs> in the middle of your speeches. Just mid speech, and then uh, everyone started to chant Matty for Netflix. No, 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 I, no. Andrew Maxwell started to chant Matty for Netflix, and everyone joined in when it finally died down. My rebuttal was, and that was not Netflix. Is Andrew Maxwell? <laughs> Well, <laughs> the other one, which I will, I want to call everyone out of this wedding a fucking pussy because, right, just backstory here. I've got no doubt that this is an awful joke. Before you ask, not that one. Which one? I'll tell the story. So I'm up there with me uh, with my notes. Oh yeah, yeah, I know which one you're not telling. <laughs> yeah. So I'm up there with my notes and. Uh, 
uh, what, or, or just a little fucking notebook, and then halfway through, I think my line was, and if any of you fucking nerds think I'm going off notes here, I'm not going off notes, this is just a picture I've drawn of the wedding, and I opened it up to realise that I had drawn a picture of the wedding, and it was Kai drawn very ugly, with wonky eyes, me drawn very sex with a microphone ripping the gig, Matty uh, crying because my best man's speech was better than his, Spider-Man because I'm really good at drawing Spider-Man, and then the final <laughs> line was, and this is Natalie, and uh, I didn't have any brown pens, so she's white in this, and nobody <laughs> fucking laughed until they looked to Natalie's mum, oh, yeah. and she started laughing, and then everyone else laughed, like, you're all a bunch of fucking cowards. Everyone checked Baja. Uh-huh. Oh man, she was fucking adorable when she got up in, uh, in the middle of my speech, just uh, gate crashed my speech to give us a hug. Oh yeah. yeah everyone, everyone had a wee cry I didn't That was um, That was the one bit where I, um, Before my speech I oh. thought I'd fucked it How? I thought I'd spaffed it right Because I started writing a speech About a week before the wedding Like after the fringe You know that interim We had like oh. 10 days Between the fringe and It's the always wedding. danger though Because like you, you know If you write it too early The name of the bride Might change And stuff like that so. <laughs> Yeah I, And I might have a new Best day of my life <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Like it's the second Best day of my life <laughs> New Eminem album dropped. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started writing a speech, and it was fucking. There were some funny lines in there. It was like it, I was writing essentially a fucking a five to ten minute bit of new material, right. topical based on the fucking right. event, right? And you didn't have a work in progress to run through, and I didn't you have anything to run it through. So essentially, the exact same process you would have been going through of writing your jokes. What oh, do you yeah. want to talk about? These are the jokes I'm going to write. Set up punchline, oh, yeah. uh, theme, like, and, and I was busy I, writing that. I, and then, huh? I, I did have the advantage of I got to practice mine in front. Of, I practiced mine in front of my parents, and then yeah. my mum threw her hands at one point, said, "No, no, please don't say that." No, and I was like, "Well, that's in. That's staying in." <laughs> uh, so. I was on. I just thought, right, I don't want to do this. It's my fucking wedding. I don't want to be doing a gig. I don't want to be stressed about memorising a fucking speech. So what I'm going to do is I'll go up first. That's, I think that's the usual run of play. That's how it was at the previous... I've been best man for Sean and Can. And when I did it for them, uh, they like got stood up, thanked everybody, and then passed it over Aye. to me and... Uh, like hands over at the best man so I thought all I've got to do is I've got to tell Natalie I love her and this is what what Cody was uh, saying about his is um, if you can't on the spot come up with reasons why you love your wife you shouldn't be getting married oh, and I, like, I stuck with this I was like that's fucking very valid and then I, I've got to thank uh, Natalie's parents uh, a nice bit of sentiment towards my parents uh, sweeping gesture to the whole of the room and all my friends and then hand it over to you and the punchlines are irrelevant it's more about the sentiment right. that counts and I, I, I'm just going to wing it and that's what I thought was going to happen. And then Matty gets up and fucking has a belter as a non-comedian, being like doing public speaking for the first oh, time. Quivering wreck, but <laughs> hips trembling. Yeah. And I was there. Right. He was amazing. And I, like I did a ten minutes Michael J. Fox speech. Run <laughs> uh, everyone over in like uh, Muhammad Ali doing a grand opening. <laughs> Stephen's up oh, with yeah. his bottom lip going. <laughs> I thought I was like, Matt, it's not even that hot. Why are you using your paper as a fan? <laughs> is that because you got no fans in? Hey. Um, so then, oh, is this uh, fucking screen savers? Just come on. Uh, so then, then uh, you get up and fucking did, like just fucking have a magnificent set where it's like guys from everything from fucking laughter, applause, booing, chants, like fucking everything. Like you just had the fucking room and then making all kinds of noises. Sorry. And I'm there going, oh no, I'm closing. <laughs> I was meant to pass it over to these cunts. <laughs> I think the, the fucking stitched is right up. I, I, I just think... get up and go, and I just want to say thanks to all my friends for coming. Good night. <laughs> I mean, you did get up and you did go into the fucking crowd like oh, a preacher. Fucking, I think I missed a little bit towards the end of your speech because I was like, I, it was basically a fucking roast of me for like 10 minutes, oh, like, right. probably more, however long that was. Like, that was exactly one of my lines in the speech was, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the roast of Kai Humphreys and by proxy Natalie Lang because what a fucking mistake she just made. Look at the fucking state of them. Uh, so the pair of you two just fucking teed off on us and I was like, 
oh, I wasn't going to insult them. <laughs> I was just going to leave them alone. Yeah. And, then, uh, <laughs> and I do want to point this out now that uh, it's been a couple of weeks and both me and Matt have recovered from it, right? We ripped the shit out of you, but then both said genuinely nice things. Oh, yeah. You, on the other hand, there was no... <laughs> I didn't even thank you. There was no carrot. <laughs> you no. just got up. You bragged about how hot your wife was. You called us both pricks. And then you just said nice things about Natalie. And we were like... I mean, we said nice things about you. Cause that, I mean, did you know? Hi. Oh, fucking! If you believe in that, you believe in homeopathy. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a fucking Matty just butchered us. <laughs> Matty told him because he went, "Oh, just that was Matty's thing." Like, uh, oh, you're meant to get up and roast your mate, so I'm just going to do a, a few stories about because Kai's a fucking legend. We all know he's a legend. I'm going to tell some stories when he's a legend, and he just told a fucking bunch of stories that. I come out looking terrible and go, actually, that's a bad example. <laughs> and then tell another one where I come off bad. Because actually, the more and more stories I tell, the more I think he's not that much of a legend. <laughs> that was pretty much his thing. So I got up. And you think, I, I am looking forward to seeing the... Because uh, it's all recorded, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, because I'm not going to lie, I was steaming drunk. Yeah. I was already drunk with that point because we'd gotten... You'd bought us a lovely little... Um, we put a mojito table on. Oh, you had a mojito table, but you also bought oh, me and yeah. Matty your little um, hip flasks. Little which engraved hip flasks. Yeah, that was nice. Aye, right. beforehand, but not publicly. <laughs> when it counts. You know what, there was a couple, because I'd done it like fire from the hip, like there was a couple of things where I walked away going, oh, no, I could have uh, thanked Pippa and Craig for hosting the ceremony. Aye. You know, and thanked Pippa for teaching Rickards how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of things I could have slipped in. But uh, what was the... What but, was but, the but, but, but because me and Matty got your phone fucking little porcupine quills up so much I just came I was just there going oh fuck I haven't wrote anything just like to like roast just back and I just uh, I just got up and take it off from the hip can I what I said to you I said it about um, your, your career uh, is blown up but like it could have you could have fast tracked it by moving to London or moving to LA where people wanted to see you mm-hmm. right but you fucking love your mother so much that you cannot move away from Fife like you're 28 years old mm-hmm. you, you cannot move away from your mother's lap I was like you stop breastfeeding at 6 you're going to be hungry again by 10 <laughs> no, <it's all> right. <laughs> and then with Matty's it was like uh, uh, well, uh, but with Matty it was about He's talking about my relationship, yet yeah, he's lost two houses to two different girls in the space of six years. Not even the time a fucking I've, Monopoly game. I, I, I was like, uh, in the time I've been with Natalie, you've lost two houses to two girls. And this is a genuine fact as well, podcast listeners, lost two houses. It wasn't in such recent years, but in the last, it doesn't decade, matter, in the last decade. So if, if any of the single girls that in the room want to, want to get a house off, Matty just brushed past him at the bar. <laughs> And tagged that on. It's like a Monopoly banger. <laughs> Just the world's worst one. And then a, a valid point I made as well is that it's like it had been a running theme of the whole thing that uh, that I was punching that Natalie was far too attractive for me. But like everybody said that like it's an insult. No, no, like, no, 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 no. You you misunderstood. When we accused you of punching, we were accusing you of punching her. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, fuck. Uh, sorry about that. Then. And also sorry, Natalie, if you're listening. <laughs> it was an intervention. <laughs> so I picked a prone girlfriend to bruise his touch. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when we lose a lot of the listeners. And anyway, I punch her on the boobs, so she can't shut down the bruises. Oh, no, I don't. It's not even. <laughs> this is where we lost a lot of the new listeners, oh, but, yeah, the, but, the, but the the one the hardcore listeners, oh, just where that's that's my uh, boys. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> There's the awful jokes that we tune in for, and that's the important thing. They are jokes. Because podcasts can't pick up winks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell that I've got my fingers crossed behind. Checking this is recording. Yeah, sounds like it's recording. Right, yeah. sorry about that. There was a, fortunately, for regular listeners, you'll understand how many times we lose podcasts. We call that one. Uh, but we've had to edit this in. Also, if the sound quality is poor, it's because we don't have an SD card, so we're recording on the Mac. It'll be better uh, next time. But also, this is free content, so literally shove it up your fucking holes um, and once you've done that yeah. <laughs> the rest of it yeah, I, I just listen to it from here on in so uh, wait we've, uh, we've covered that uh, I've got married and there's gonna there's gonna be way more on the when there's like impossible to cover it yeah. on a podcast so over the next few episodes we'll, we'll keep bringing up we'll anecdotes and stories and stuff ah. but uh, over to you on, during the wedding trip when we finished the wedding we went to Ibiza got the ferry over to Ibiza spent the week in Ibiza and during that week you had two Netflix specials air. Uh, and 
instantly started going, you, you trended yeah. online and instantly started going kind of viral news story that you were breaking up couples far and wide. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, the show Jigsaw, both streaming on Netflix now, Jigsaw's now on 6,000 breakups, 34 divorces and 28 cancelled engagements. And the first of all I want to do is because, and I've, I've said this all already, the amount of fucking people that are coming in, the news articles being like, this comedian claims this. It goes, first of all, 6,000 is a very conservative guess. Those are the ones that I'm able to fucking count out. You've got to take into account the amount of people who I have broken up who don't have social media so can't tell me via that that they've broken out with their partners those that have broken out with their partners because of my show and then don't want to give me credit for it because they don't want their partners to find out it was because of the show and then uh, you know the people have been like oh there's some people and also it's a slow burn so it, it's you know the jigsaw breakups from the tour were so normally three or four can months can I just interject here if anybody doesn't know which show we're talking about um, it, it, you, got, you, you can go and do your homework you can pause this podcast now uh, go and watch Daniel's Netflix special uh, which actually because there's two that they want like a season, as if it's like a season of a of a um, of a show. Right. So you've got to click on his name, Daniel Sloss, and that'll drop down. In episode one is dark, which is the um, I'll not do any spoilers, right. but it's right. the it's the death show. Right. Uh, and then the breakup show is episode two, but they're not interlinked, so you don't need to watch one for two to work. Yeah, you can just go and watch episode two now, which is right. Jigsaw, right. and then work out how he's like find out how he's been breaking couples up. But I also think like. Uh, those are the ones I've been able to get in. The, the amount of people that obviously there are definitely definite fucking fakes in there. Of course there are. I'm not. I'm not an idiot. I reckon six thousand is a very very conservative. I reckon I'm at thirty thousand. If I'm being honest with the, you know with the amount of people that have fucking watched it, like uh, and and I know from last year on tour from the messages I was getting whenever I was then in the room, people coming up to me afterwards and saying, I broke up with my partner but I never told you online just because it, it didn't fucking feel right, but now they were face-to-face. And yeah. those numbers were about roughly five times higher than my estimates in general. So that's why I'm saying, I reckon it's 30,000. I'm curing the world. Yeah, and as well, not just that, uh, single people love it. Uh, Natalie's brother Alexander, uh, our flatmate Kat, uh, both watched it as, uh, as single people in their 30s having a nice time and a good life Aye. and not like pursuing the fucking template or oh, I need to get married and have a house and a kid and like all that like template life. They, they, they've been living the philosophy that you've put out for a while and just having it validated like that Aye. and having going, oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, and also all the breakups are people in fucking largely toxic relationships. Like yeah. it's never, it's never ended a good one. If you're in a very happy relationship, you can watch the yeah, show. Yeah, like I, I toured with you and um, like worked on the show with you, watched yeah. it about fucking fifty times, saw it in every stage of operation from writing, and I'm far too stupid to understand what you're talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, but, the, the, but the other thing I don't want to mention, I've had twice as many people saying, you know, ha 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 ha. You, you know, Jigsaw didn't break me and my partner up. If anything, it made us stronger. I know it's caused about 20 proposals already as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't ever do that on the podcast again. Especially because we record this in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> you did that before. You farted the elevator on the way up. And I was like, is this how we're doing the tour? Oh, but look, as we've discussed this before. My farts, unlike your farts, don't smell. You think your shit doesn't stink? Uh, but it doesn't. Well, my shit does. That's what, and I'm not you when I'm far I don't shit myself but I can get on come a bit closer to the mic otherwise that was like a different alright um, right, so now I'm famous had to go to LA I'm friends with Ross from Friends now yeah fucking that was strange you don't have to swims but you can't you just flippantly call them swims before in the airport swims Texas aye swims in Texas so swims just got in touch with you about uh, the breakup show, <laughs> just that we were on a break. The breakup show fucking spoke to him. Uh, <laughs> and, um, oh, he came along to my show and probably went and had a few drinks. He's a cool guy. Yeah, so he basically got in touch saying, Hey, loved your shows. If you're ever in LA, give us a shout. And you were like, fucking, you flew to LA and went, I'm in LA. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. How did this possibly happen? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fucking bluff call. <laughs> and uh, he went out, he'd come out and watched your show at the improv. Aye. Um, which means he watched in the space of a week, he watched your two one hour specials and then he come and watched it. Were you doing a one hour show? No, no, no. It was oh, I two. thought it was a new show. So I was going to say, if he watched three hours of you in a week, that would be you and him on par with you watching him for three hours in a week. Because <laughs> you have done some fucking serious binges on Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking friends and Band of Brothers. Uh-huh. Um, Oh, it's a cool dude. Also made friends with a guy called Matt Mercer. 
He does the voice actor. He also does hosts like a fucking online Dungeons and Dragons oh, show. Oh, somebody, somebody mentioned that there was uh, somebody who was it? Fuck, it was recently. I feel bad about this. Someone just shit. Uh, it was recently I feel bad for forgetting who it was but just said Matt Mercer uh, keeps retweeting Daniel and texting about him and mm-hmm. mentioning him in his YouTube videos and I didn't know who he was he was like he goes out like 8 million people uh, oh that's like, not Matt uh, no no that's not Matt Mercer that that's a guy called Philly D but yeah he's mentioned oh, it also it? twice I've not met him though Matt Mercer and his wife are two amazing voice actors who do like a bunch of computer, oh, okay. computer yeah, why, games and stuff but why yeah, why so we went out and got drunk with them. And, so I'm just, the I'm just, I'm just, just living live my best celebrity life now. Where, um, where David Trimmer come out to sing at the improv, he come with his friend who was the uh, actor who plays Freddie Thorne yeah. in, uh, in Peaky Blinders. Aye. And you don't even watch Peaky Blinders, no, so you couldn't even get fucking... No, just my other, friend, my other new friend that I made, Stella Maeve, who is an actress in Magicians. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I'm living my best life, mate. Just going over, <laughs> just going over there. At one point, though, I did lose... Uh, uh, but you're not going to leave Faith because you're mad, mate? <laughs> What a prick! What a prick! I live in Edinburgh. I know, but just because your mum's in Fife, oh, yeah. fucking yeah, because obviously you're not going to live in Fife, but you'll go to the nearest city that's worth living in. Well, no, just because Edinburgh's like, like if Edinburgh. your mum lived in Paisley, you'd live in Glasgow. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. My heart's in Edinburgh. Like I would consider going to LA, and I'll probably have to go there for an extended period of time next year. But it's just like my stance has always been: I want to go back to mummy. No, I just I, look. Nobody's going to bomb fucking. It's also not where I live. Also, my house is there. I don't want to fucking. First of all, I'm not buying a house in LA since everything. America is a country that has never, ever, ever, ever read the fucking book, The Three Little Pigs, right? <laughs> ever. America's never heard that book. Every time they, they, they built fucking houses in fucking LA on a fault line that is a thousand years overdue for a massive work yeah. earthquake. And what did they build those houses, houses out of? Strawn wood. Yeah. Like every time there's a and hurricane. There's forest fires and shit. There's always fires. And then you just go, no, no, no. That's why I like about fucking. Because if you buy a house in Scotland, it's going to be there in a thousand years. Like I won't be there, but it's still going to be standing. Oh, my cool fucking drawings on the wall, whatever. And also, you've been to LA, it's, you know, nice, but it's fucking soulless. The weed would get me there. I'd move to Denver, but then again, I'll yeah, just... I, I've moved to London, but I haven't done anything with London, really. Aye. Like, so I haven't, like, career-wise, I don't, I don't do many gigs in London, I don't go to many meetings, I don't, right. like, I don't chase, I just still spend the time on the road. So, like, if you're a touring comic, I think living anywhere is the fucking... I'll, I'll probably go over to America fucking next year, because I might not do the Fringe next year, uh, just because... For well, fucking two reasons. Uh, one, we're trying to do, uh, tour it X more because obviously we want uh, Netflix to eventually buy that, so we're going to tour it more. And you've also got uh, now in the bank. No, I've got now in the you've bank. Got, uh, you've got last year's show, which get, could right. get recorded. So if, if people are listening, be like, "How do we? How do you get more Netflix specials?" Literally, just pester Netflix is all I can think. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but they're not going to listen to this fucking podcast. So. Um, the show that they you're doing now, X, this is a question you fucking hate. You're getting sick of being asked this question. Aye. Is this show you're doing on tour, X, the same show as Jigsaw and Dark? Yeah. Oh. No, all the shows that are named different things are different shows. Dark is different from Jigsaw. Jigsaw is different from now. Mind you, if, if, if Netflix do pick up now, I'll probably change the name of that to something else. Just, But I don't think I'll change the name of X. Nah. But yeah. I mean that that would be more likely to change the name of X because it's called X because it's your tenth show. Aye. So you should call it I V <laughs> if you put it on Netflix. <laughs> I'd just come out just, I'd Netflix just come show. out on a drip and claim to have cancer. I'm <laughs> 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 just going for the fucking sympathy votes. Um aye. Also but more apart from all my many, many celebrity friends and my amazing rich celebrity lifestyle that I now have. Uh, I was accepted into the black community. Oh yeah, you were going to tell us about this earlier, and then we're like saving for the podcast. I fucking hate that about this podcast. Is that like every time we go to have like a conversation, you're like, oh, but that'll be good on the podcast. And we stand there in silence. Fuck the control, press play. So uh, I, I, I was in New York uh, last week doing uh, some fucking promo and doing uh, some spots at the Comedy Cellar, and then the place where I was staying, the Airbnb, was like right around the corner from the Comedy Cellar. So I just went to the like the bar beneath it, just because I wanted some drinks. It was after the show. Um, walked in and it was like my first ever experience of like the Netflix effect 
Like, I walk in there, and the guy that runs the bar goes, are you Tidus Lost? And I'm like, there's no way that this has had this effect already. He's like, huge fan. I was like, for how long? He was like, two days. And I'm like, amazing. So I gave free drinks off him, and then a bunch of other people came to get photos, and I'm like, fucking hell, this has changed a bit. Like, I've been recognized before, but never in America, and never to that fucking degree. And then there was three um, black guys there. So I'm just sitting down, and they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like... So I'm- they saw you getting attention, yeah. and they were like... Oh, but- uh, so just drink there, uh, 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 so I'm just trying to n- not let my ignorance show, and also not do the typical white question, white thing of getting drunk, and then be like, I've spoken to you for thirty minutes, and now I have questions about what it's like being you and your culture and whatnot. But they were just like, they were straight away, they were immediately asking me questions about fucking Scotland and whatnot. So we had a bunch of uh, chats. One of them works for fucking TSA, so I was like, how easy is it to smuggle drugs through TSA? And he was like, none of us are looking. Do what you want. None of us give a shit. I so, say. He worked there. Yeah, yeah. He was just yeah. like, if, he was like, look, if the feds fucking find you, right? But the actual security, all we're doing is looking for bombs and weapons. Like, yeah. Like I've found drugs on people before, and me personally, I'll allow it to go through because I don't give a shit if it's fucking thing. But you might get the occasion. Yeah, jobs worth. Well, yeah. No, it seems he was like honkies or snitch, right? Which made me laugh so much at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just sitting there. And just, is that his word? Yeah. He's like, I won't, but honkies or snitch. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm having this conversation. <laughs> <I've> been profiled. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and we're getting drunker and drunker and drunker and drunker. And uh, obviously I'm not... I th- I'm cool to me and I'm cool to you, but to some other people I'm not cool. And to those other people are normally... The other black people. I'm not. I'm fucking. I'm a, I'm a pasty white boy from Scotland, right? So I'm sitting there, right? And at one point, you know my favourite magic trick, right? Oh, where you do the middle finger. You yeah. But there, you to. I put a penny down to the table. I get a napkin. I get them to pick up the penny with a napkin over it. Put it in my hand. I make them think I'm doing a magic trick. I blow in the thing. I lift the napkin up. The coin's still in my hand, but I'm just giving them the finger. It's just yeah. a fuck you for believing ble- 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 uh, magic. But but the the longer you build that up, the funnier it lasts. Yes. So and it turns out it's hacking the magician community. Yeah. You did it to Kerry Marks, who used to be a magician by trade. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's not the middle finger one, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Everyone does this. So it's a hack trick, right? So go to the guys. So it's it. And I'm, by the way, for this hour, I've been cool, right? I've been dead. I've not fucking put my foot in anything. I'm really nailing it, right? We're having chats. I'm buying them drinks. We're doing fucking shots together, right? We're really getting on. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm living my best life, right? And then I went... <laughs> You've been such a muggle with that shit, like... Oh, no. Even muggles use it ironically, you know that, right? What? Then, uh, when you say, live my best life, like oh, YOLO, oh, yeah. right? You're like, even if you do it ironically, you're still part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, was the second tier muggle. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and at one point, <laughs> I went... Hey, do you guys like magic? And the guy went, Did you literally just ask a black man if he likes magic? And I went, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not even black magic? <laughs> I made that joke, he laughed. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, Fuck. He was like, I'm absolutely fucking with you. Of course I like magic. I was like, Trust me, a magic trick. He's like, absolutely. So we ended up doing that magic trick to them, right? And, yeah, to the middle figure, right? They fucking lose their minds. They fucking- <laughs> just start kicking off. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, and then, because I've still got the napkin, and then as a joke, I'm like, do you want to see another magic trick? And I do that thing where I can, you know, I can turn a napkin into a rose. Right? Uh-huh. So in front of three black guys, I'm just like, do you want to see, you want to see another magic trick? And halfway through, I'm like, this isn't a magic trick. This is just origami. I'm making a... F- <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a... I'm You're making in over a- your head. Quick, make it disappear. <laughs> so I start making this flower. And the barman... The, the barman person who I drank with the night before, she was just looking at me and rolling her eyes, being like, you're the least cool person I've ever met in my life. And I fucking shit you not. I finished making the rose. And all three of them go, oh, Fuck. Can you teach us how to do that? So at 2 a.m. in the morning, after fucking Jager Bombs, I'm just holding this fucking weird little origami class. In New York, with these fucking three guys who are just like, and I'm just, te- I'm, I'll tell you what, fucking, they can't do origami. And not the royal they. That wasn't like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like a blanket. That wasn't like a, they can't do origami. I meant these, these three. three. <laughs> these three couldn't do origami. A, that'd be a weird reason. Oh, oh, them lot can't do origami for shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um, 
Oh, there were, uh, a funny, a recent funny story I'm going to tell, right? It was uh, me and Ricketts went for a run mm. uh, when I was in Liverpool, stayed at his. Went for a run just around uh, the park next to his, Sefton Park. Sefton Park? Sefton Park. So we're running around the green and uh, we noticed within the green, so we're just running the outskirts of it mm. by the road, right? And within the green, there's one of these colour me rad uh, fun runs where mm. people are wearing white shorts, white t-shirts and they're fucking running through and there's like volunteers with like cups of like coloured powder right. just like fun cut like blue and purple and like red flower at them and stuff and uh, they're coming out the other end like all fucking colourful well, I think we've put in Muggle Corner before right? Right. Uh, so we stopped and we're like oh should we run through like should we run through and get coloured up and we're like oh but we haven't got our fucking phones or anything mm. so we can't even put on Instagram we'd literally just be doing it for the laugh and I'm like oh but come on that's maybe a bit more important and he mm. was like yeah but it's a charity event we'll have to at least make a donation and all mm. that so we ended up like over talking it to the point it wouldn't even be funny anymore because mm. we've overthought it right and we got ah fuck it and we kept on running and then as we'll get around the next corner and get to the next station where they're running through just this bloke having a jog who didn't realise what he ran into ran through the club thing <laughs> He's just in his fucking uh, Nike shorts and under armour t-shirt, just fucking trying to beat his PP around the park. And mate, he just got fucking pied by a bunch of volunteers. And he came out the other side, and he stopped, and he just looked around for some appeal. And the only people that he could see to look at, like, oh fucking, what's just happened? It was me and Ricketts, and we were fucking dying. And then he couldn't stand up for laughing. And his bloke just got proper fucked. <laughs> and you just take it oh well <laughs> just carry on running sorry just to follow your train of thought I finished my story and you went speaking of colours <laughs> is that what just happened I mean it sounds like it <laughs> speaking of different colours I, <laughs> I mean that's how it looks I mean that's how it looks <laughs> But we train of thought actually, Daniel, was um I thought it was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, train of thought was um you know when uh, you stopped to go you t- went to tell us a story and then you stopped because you thought I'd tell on the podcast. Uh, that was one of the stories oh, I wanna tell you. So yeah. I was like, Oh well we're thinking bookmarked stories, I'll do that, but uh, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 fucking hell. I lo- I lied myself through that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we'll do now is uh, we will do so Can we can we just as well just uh, mention muggles to the new listeners? Yeah, okay. So on the pod- it- on the podcast we do basically a bunch of regular games, which if you continue listening you'll find out. One of the regular is Muggle Corner. Muggle is obviously a term used in the Harry Potter universe for people who lack magic. It's a term that me and Kai and our listeners now use for people in everyday life who lack magic. They're not mean people, they're not malicious people necessarily. They just, just pe- do colour fun runs and shit like that. Yeah, the, the people the that Muggles queue for, uh, the famous one is always Muggles queue for the airplane, airplane while boarding, even though yeah, when the gate hasn't opened yet. Gate's it's not there. open, you've got designated seats, there's only so, queue. Uh, Muggles have love, laugh, live signs or tattoos. You, put, you made me laugh on it. Ari Shafir's podcast when you were talking about would you do ca- cannibalism yeah. if, and he tried to package different ways of doing cannibalism mm. right and he had one of them was like fine dining and it's like in Cambodia and that's the yeah. culture and the criminals and stuff like that and then uh, you ended up just going ah you only live once <laughs> and I went did you just use YOLO as an excuse for cannibalism <laughs> you didn't even reference that it happened you just went ah you only live once and just moved on from it yeah. and if you only live once you only talk about it I'm yeah. going to eat your fucking body um, so we did last uh, the last two seasons done like regular games which was Muggle Corner and the dad jokes um, and we'll, we'll also put in like euphemisms there's a handful yeah. of the games that like ended up falling out of rotation because we're stuck on Muggle Corners right. so we're going to try and rotate stuff a bit more instead of just doing Muggle Corners on each one and I know we've got a time, time's against us for getting to the gig but right. I'd like to do one um, I'll, I'll explain it right so basically obviously uh, since the Netflix specials streaming worldwide and all good toy stores have come out. Um, some people seem to be under the, the illusion that I am some sort of relationship guru, and that's because obviously they haven't listened to this podcast all the time, they haven't spoken to me in real life, and because uh, Netflix specials are, you know, they're designed to be good. I was, my, I was trying to do my best fucking show. I can come across as highly intelligent and deep and whatnot, and in order to prove that, uh, we've basically set up an agony ad type uh, account where 
Just to prove how bad we are at advice, you can send in your love life problems and we will give you the world's worst fucking advice towards it. So we're, we're just going to do one now because we've got a gig to get to. We're at the first day of the tour. We're in Ljubljana. We're getting picked up in like in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we still need to get ready and shit. So we'll, we'll do one now. Um, but if you want to ask for relationship advice, uh, you know or what? You, any you, questions, yeah, uh, any agony and like style questions that like you want our advice on a situation, you want, you're having an argument with someone and you want some resolution or right. just a second opinion, you can email Muggins and Cream that's Muggins and Cream all one word and you that is if you put spaces in an email M-U-G-G-I-N-S and C-R-E-A-M at gmail.com and and yeah, and we've also got a Facebook page, Sloss and Humphreys on the Road, which is the name of this podcast. And um, we're going to just put regular content out on, right. on there as well. Um, so, do you want to read it out since you've got it. your glasses on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi guys, I have a relationship question and I'd love to get your thoughts on this one. I will not read out their names just in case. As a, uh, as a woman, I really enjoy sex. Like, I've been pretty wild and free with it over the years. Good for you. I've had a few serious relationships, but I've also definitely had fun too, to say the fucking least. Good girl. It's not like I'm the village bicycle or anything, but I genuinely enjoy hooking up and I'm not chasing a husband to jam in my jigsaw. Here's my question. When I do meet a guy I want to commit to, I worry about being judged for my sex capades. I've most recently downplayed them in the past with my exes because I just don't want to unfairly be labelled a slut. But it's annoying to have to hide a part of who I am, especially since some of my stories are honestly fucking hilarious. What's your advice on this? Do you guys secretly judge a woman for her sexual past? Even if they say they don't, how open should I be? Super curious. Um, also, I love your show, but I'm American. I fully understand Kai because he sounds like just from the cast of Jory's show. Excellent. Um, okay. Yeah, that, 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 that is not a compliment. <laughs> Thanks for reading this, and please don't slut-shame me. Well, first things first, as I've always said about slut-shaming, right? You can only slut-shame me if I'm ashamed of being a slut, and I fucking ain't. Yeah, so, I, th- I, I like, I, I'm proud of sluts. Man, and, 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 and sluts, uh, sluts is a term for me. Slut is a genuinely fucking gender-neutral term. Yeah. I call everyone sluts. I call my mother a slut, and that's because she is a slut. Uh, but there's no shame in that. I hear the word. I don't even hear negative connotations when no. I hear it anymore. I feel like that word's been rebranded. I hear, I hear fun-loving, good-time, like... It's this is because um, it's social expectations, isn't it? Like it's been covered a million times in comedy, so I'll not tread on it. But men don't get labelled sluts for their escapades, mm. but women do, and it's they, they get labelled it negatively. Yet they're they're going, look, I want to have the same fun as these dudes are having, mm. right? And despite what society thinks, I'm going to go out and have that fun anyway. So when they just do that, when they go, fuck public opinion, Aye. I'm going to have the fun. I want to live my best life. Aye. If that enjoys just take, and that get, involves as much getting a smorgasbord of sausage, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just a charcuterie board of cunt like that's the way I've lived on. I to answer your question I think yeah I think some people will judge you for that but those are t- yeah, those, those are people first of all you don't want them in your life you don't want to be in a fucking relationship with them uh, because you're a jealous dude like, that's jealous yeah. of things that happened before you met any, like you, fuck that prick any my stance with relationships is anything I did before I met you doesn't fucking count because I was not aware of your existence you cannot hold any of it against me because I wasn't making any decisions with you in mind because you were not yeah those girls were 14 (laughs) 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 they were bleeding (laughs) what am I doing I mean there's some things yeah crimes yeah crimes yeah yeah, yeah, of course yeah Yeah, uh, you can't it's it's not like I'm like look I murdered her before I met you yeah like Jesus Christ Um, people change Um, so you don't want those people in your life also uh, I've I've loved my heart being on my sleeve from like is it heart on a sleeve is that what you say uh, about like uh, like anything that like if stories come up on this podcast about my sexual past right and Natalie listens to the podcast none of them are going to come by surprise because mm-hmm. I never try to cover up I never try to like oh I'll I'll, I'll give them I'll give her a little bit of me and then filter through yeah. my past and hopefully she'll accept it then. I'm just like, ah, this is who I am and what I've done and where I've been. And there's nothing I'll say in front of my friends that'll not be said in front yeah. of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, God, don't mention that. That happened in yeah. fucking 2010. If you're, if you're honest all the time, nobody can accuse you of being a liar. Then you're absolutely fucking safe. Yeah. Also, and this is goes for whatever sexual preference you are, what fucking gender you are. 
if you're in a relationship with someone, right, who and you talk about your sexual history, they seem to get a bit weirded out. Bear in mind, they can't suck dick for shit, and they suck at eating pussy. And like, if you if you're going out with a guy, and, right, and they're like, "How many people have you slept with?" and you're like, "I don't know, but a hundred and something." And they're like, "Oh my god, right?" And you're like, "How many have you slept with?" and like, "Only two. That cunt cannot eat pussy for shit." He can't, like you, like fucking. When you get, as you'll know, as an artist, and I'm not calling myself an artist for eating pussy, but I also am. Right? <laughs> you don't commission a fucking artist who's only done two fucking Microsoft Paint drawings. Yeah. You go to the guy who's had just because you want the exclusive bit of art, and yeah. nobody else has got art from that artist. It makes absolutely no sense. Like I hope that my future wife, wherever she is right now, I hope she's getting plowed to shit, and I hope she's having the time of her life. Because one, I think the number one causes of breakups is curiosity. I think it's people that get in relationships relationships too early uh, and then what they have happens a resentment is, yeah they so have they, a resentment because they haven't got it out of their system they haven't so they get into their 30s and they because they've been with this person for 10 years they think to themselves oh my god what would it be like if I was single and the reality is you know it might not be as good as that relationship but you don't know the curiosity becomes a weed and it causes you to whereas if you just go around and you that's the reason I know I'm going to be a good husband or a father one day record that famous last words uh, is because I'm getting it all out of my system now right yeah. I always um uh, I always quote my friend Milo on this. Now, Milo's a very, very attractive man. Uh, like ha- classic attractive. He's like a drawing of an attractive person. Yeah, yeah. It's almost propaganda. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, he's uh, very happily married with two uh, wonderful children who are both uh, my goddaughters. I have seen Milo be chatted up by... Did you just like add yourself a goddaughter? Only one of them's your goddaughter. No, no, no. Uh, uh, there's his other one. And, and Ava's only my official fucking goddaughter, but uh, Anaya loves me so much that she was like, she was, I'm, I'm, I'm her favorite. Yeah, unofficial. Yeah, unofficial. You're my a official fair, fairy godfather. Yeah, fairy godfather. There's only one that matters to But Milo, I've seen him, I've seen him, and this is when he's drunk, when he's steaming, when he's out with us on the fucking desk. I've seen countless beautiful women approach him and chat him, and he's nice, and he's civil. But he all I've never yeah, friendly. seen friendly. Yeah, friendly. He's friendly while he's been hit on. I've never seen him cave. And one time I was like, How do you He's such not- a flap tease? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, How do you not cheat? Like not that I think he would, but how do you not? He goes and his answer is always, I know that how that ends. I go home with that person, we might have some okay sex, and then the next morning my whole life ruined. Whereas if I don't, if I just go home with you guys, I get to go home to my wife and kids. He's got no curiosity. Wait for her to go to sleep, sneak uh, into the bathroom, uh, pull his spine out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I honestly think being a, I would thoroughly recommend being a slut, a safe slut, wear protection, fucking make sure. Get checked regularly get, when needed. Yeah. Uh, you know, be fucking civil, always ask for fucking, you know, consent, all the typical things. But absolutely fucking slut up. And if anyone makes you ashamed of being a slut, understand it's not you that, it's their shame. Right? It's their, they're projecting it. Experience, either- you're right about experience, is a good thing to find a part of this. When I first started going out with Natalie, there's something she did in the bedroom where I didn't think, oh, she just took a punt on that first time. <laughs> oh, fucking first time lucky. You know, I'm like, oh, someone got practiced on. <laughs> lucky I, them. I think, yeah, I, I, I would, because I would also worry that if I was in it, and this again, the, everything on this podcast is just as personally. These are just an opinions. None of this is gospel. <laughs> we are not. We, we are not. We're not qualified to talk about. Yeah, this. yeah. That's the yeah. whole point in this section. Yeah, we're gonna get it wrong. Yeah, we're gonna get it wrong. But you might agree with us. You know, whatever you choose to do. Man, if I was going out with someone and they had a fucking slutty plus, and I have been out with people with slutty plus, I find it great. Because you're just like, because then they're more open to shit. Like, look, sex is the funnest thing in the fucking world, right? And the reason it becomes funner with a partner who you have sex with regularly, whether you're in a relationship with them or you found someone cool, you just have a regular fuck buddy thing, is it's, it's, you know, you trust each other, right? You trust each other, you trust that each other's fucking safe. And also that, like, I've never done this thing before, but you're into it and I'm willing to try it, but I'm not willing to. I remember the first time a girl asked me to choke her. That was a, but. My mum raised me too well for that. Yeah, I don't know, like, because I, I, like, I, I'd be pretty much fucking open to anything, you know. If Natalie just landed something on, it's like fucking obscure, right? right? Shit, shit on my chest. Oh, like, like, I'd, I'd rather not. But I'm like, <laughs> I think like, vows are vows. <laughs> I'd, I'd shit on my baby's chest if she wanted to shit on my chest. <laughs> Please, in that context, don't call her your baby. <laughs> 
Because out of context, <laughs> Rich Massara is just going to make a new season three intro. <laughs> Shit on my baby's chest is going to be the new. No, you said it. It's going to be. It's going to be the the news. Where have you been since nine eleven? I'll tell you what I've been since nine eleven. Plug my two Netflix specials. Streaming worldwide. Two of them on nine eleven. Oh, amazing. So yeah, like there's not much. I it, yeah. say. But I just thought I wouldn't be cool with her. Nah. I mean, like, you, what do you mean? You're not. I've not hit a girl. I've. I've. And sometimes I have to slap them. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't hit. But then I, I couldn't hit a bloke. Aye, but that's just t- like ability. Nothing to do with your conscience. Aye. Um, with the slut shaming thing, look, you can only you can only be slut shamed if you're ashamed. Yeah, so that's, just... what, that's what I found with the body. That's what I said about body shaming. Oh, it's yeah. like uh, when you get in good shape, people feel like they need to put you down because they mm. feel like you're above your station, so mm. they body shame you. And you're like, you can't shame me when I'm not ashamed. I'm yeah. in class. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, shame only exists if you allow it to exist. Yes. All right. Speaking of shame, we, oh wait, before yeah, because we've got to go on. This is a. I think a bit of a short podcast, but welcome to it and welcome back to all of our regular listeners. Uh, before we get into it's the back regular again, it will be on Thursdays and Mondays. Thursdays and Thursdays Mondays. And Mondays. We're going to be yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know which of these are sold out. You can work them out. You fucking self, you lazy cunts. Uh, on Monday, the first of October, we are in uh, Riga uh, at the Cinema Splendid Palace. Uh, Tuesday, the second of October, we are in Oslo at Chat Noir. Wednesday, 3rd of October, at Stavanger. Stavanger? Stavanger. Stavanger. Stavanger at the Hall Hall Toll. Thursday, we're in Bergen at Rick's, the- Rick's Theatre. A little tour in Norway there. Uh, Friday, Stockholm at Scala Theatre. Oh, who gives a shit? Google it. And then tune into the next podcast for the rest yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But we are on... Or go to www.danielsloss.com and the full schedule is on there. Uh, I've just, even though Danny's all over Netflix, I've just released my new special, which was professionally recorded by Barry Castanola and his crew, which is fucking hard. They've done it. They've nailed it. Oh. They've nailed the production of it, man. It's such a such a good uh, good edit. Uh, it's the show I did about the boxing event where I've had a fight against my brother to raise money to uh, rescue young Keane Musgrove. And uh, it's the, the story of mine and my brother's upbringing. A bit of a, oh, I think that's... Yeah, the screensaver going on. I think that's what cuts it off when it cut off before. Um, yeah, so the, the, uh, it's, it's my best work and it's available on my website, www.kaihomfreeze.com forward slash shop. Forward slash Try shop. www.kaihomfreeze forward slash shop. <laughs> and uh, use the discount code Muggins and you get, a, you get a couple of quid off. And that's Muggins with two Gs. One in the middle, one left of the middle. M and S is a bookend. M U G G I N X. There was other, like M- muggins with two G's, one in the middle, one left the centre. M and S is bookends. I'm, I'm, you and please. I aren't together. <laughs> oh, fuck off. And there's an N in there somewhere at the end of N. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, and also speaking of that, we finally we didn't get the shirts made, but we have had badges made. We got badges. We got badges made. So if we've you, got too many of them. If you please buy all of them. Way too many. Even the fact that this podcast. Only has 1,200 listeners. Kai bought 400 badges each. So we'll be selling them for whatever... Whatever a pound is. Whatever a pound. A pound, pound a euro. Whether it be a pound or a euro, wherever we are. Come up. You can only buy one of each. One says Team Muggins and one says Team Cream. We are not allowed to plug these uh, ourselves, I think. I think the way to do it, right, is if people want one each, they have to buy an odd number they can't buy yeah. they can't so if they want one of each they have to buy two of another one because that's the only way the competition would go head yes. to head so if, if you want to buy two you've got to buy three and, yep. and offset one of them you've got to pick a side and we'll, and we'll find out because this will be a good thing we can do because we're not going to sell out these on this tour every tour we can do I have a new competition to see who the most popular that season is yeah and, uh, and this is um, this is the rule is that whatever money we get from them? Because we've, we've, I mean, we've paid for them already. So yeah. we're like, we're, instead of redeeming that back and putting it back in, in the bank, we we are gonna spend whatever we make in that venue on booze that night. Yeah. So oh. how, whoever buys us the most, I mean, this is the thing, right? You know, if if we sell loads, yeah. and we're like, fuck, we're gonna have a mad sesh. We just we just we'll buy go, a nice uh, cocktail. Aye, <laughs> yeah, aye. I mean, but we will we will drink that money that night. Yeah, just yeah, so, just so you think that we're not being fucking assholes. So it's up to you and your city how how drunk we get. Yeah, uh, and for those uh, first time listeners, uh, we always end the podcast with uh, your dad jokes because we think your mum jokes are uh, derogatory, derogatory, sexist, bigoted, 
uh, body shaming and whatnot. So instead, and, and and they are, and that's why they're funny. Yeah, <laughs> but we just think it's your dad's turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, look, it's 2018. Dads can be shit too. Uh, all right, Kai, your dad pickles vegetables with his breath. <laughs> what the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> Explain this to the new uh, Kai's other uh, nickname apart from Maggots is Pickles. It's not. It is. It's not. You're fucking shit cunt goddaughter. <laughs> you fucking cunt asshole of a fucking four year old goddaughter. Yeah, <laughs> Milo, your kid, yeah, just started like, ca- pointing at us and calling us Pickles. I was like, fuck <laughs> off, your Pickles. <laughs> so you can buy Team Pickles badges. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I had people on uh, Twitter start kind of pickles as I did. Anyway, what read it again, yours again? Your dad pickles vegetables with his breath. <laughs> he does. Uh, if you blow a kiss to your dad, he'll turn around and try and outrun it. <laughs> your dad's middle name is Annabelle. <laughs> your dad's taught himself how to hold his breath for ages so that he can give people fish pedicures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whenever your dad drops your name in conversation, he immediately follows it with no relation. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's Facebook photos have given the moderators PTSD. <laughs> Whenever your dad spills a drop of wine, he throws the bottle over his shoulder for good luck. <laughs> uh, your dad called the police because somebody sat in at Greg's, but they'd only paid to take away a price for a pasty. <laughs> your dad says nipples with a lisp. <laughs> Nipples. 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 I just realised as well, Americans, Greg's is a big ass. My nipples. My nipples are chafed. But he doesn't have a list. He doesn't. My nipples are chafed. Yeah, it's just a quirk that he has. Uh, your dad. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Your dad fetches the newspaper for his dog. <laughs> your dad says, What? What? <laughs> dad? Dad? What? Dad? What? <laughs> Your dad has a man bod. <laughs> Your dad makes his own vape juice, and by that I mean he comes in his vape. <laughs> Your dad calls shotgun when the limo pulls up. <laughs> Your dad believes in monsters, so he makes sure that his arms and legs are under the covers at all times when he's sleeping. But he also believes in burglars, so he leaves his arse out. <laughs> Dad does tumble turns in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> Push and glide. <laughs> uh, your dad is so cheap he went trick-or-treating as an emoji and just made faces at people. <laughs> <laughs> the, la- the ladder fell while your dad was getting the moss out of the gutters and he's been up there for six hours now and he's already eaten all of the moss in an act of survival. <laughs> Uh, your dad's motto is your ass is grass and I'm going to mow it <laughs> your dad combs his teeth <laughs> and I'm out <laughs> oh lots of fun anyway we'll be back on uh, Thursday um, bye buy my show from my website and watch that between now and Thursday that's what you can do there's, your, right. there's your homework cream out muggins out <laughs> fucking pickles out forever stop that <laughs> But they were real cool about it. They weren't. Yeah, but, they weren't decks. But they were like, uh, let's let's find out who this guy yeah. is. He's clearly, they were like, he's hey, clearly man. got something going on. Oh, they were like, hey man, how you doing? And I was like, hey. And they were like, what'd you do? What did they recognise? I was like, oh, I've got these Netflix uh, specials. I'm a comedian. So I ended up drinking with them for like fucking three hours. Now, being a white person from Scotland, there is not a large black community in Scotland, right? And if there is, I haven't found them yet. Or, or more likely, they know where I am and they're avoiding me. I mean, I, I married the whole ethnic community and took out to London. Yeah, yeah, the whole Scottish uh, non-white community. So I don't have too much fucking experience. And I'm always, like, it's one of the bits I always say, I've got positive, <laughs> positive ignorance. Like, you'll never convince me that black people aren't cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's a racist thing. It's, it's, it's arguably, it's like, even, it's not racist, but it's... Even like stereotype. Stereotype. my back. <laughs> and let's I don't know, I don't know describe it. And I also don't know why they're behind my back like I'm hiding that, that joke's from Daniel. <laughs> oh, but he thinks I'm being serious. 